to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, you, you run out of weekends. We have, this is a year that falls where we only have two recruiting weekends in December. Uh, so we got to take advantage of the two home games and, and the two weekends in December and, and get as many guys in here that, that we want as we can. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. As you heard Scott Frost there with some bi-week recruiting thoughts here. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate Klaus, tell them about your experience with Coogler Vision. Yeah, the the, uh, the weather is changing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that time of year where when you're wearing glasses and you're getting in and out of your car, you're coming in and out of outside – uh, they fog over or your contacts are drying out in the cold wind and uh, ditch those glasses and, and contacts. Get with Coogler Vision and, and see what they can do for you to, to correct your vision with a simple LASIK procedure. Now, bye week, Nate, recruiting again. Uh, staff already out. They were out on the road early in the week. I know uh, on Wednesday they were out, according to people I talked to around practice. Uh, some coaches were back, but some were already out and about. Um, it was interesting here, Coach Frost there, you know, they have two home games left, and then there's only going to be two December recruiting weekends before signing day. Usually you get three, but, man, that makes it – if you're a school like, say, Florida State right now, making a coaching change, you only have – those types of schools are only going to have two weekends to recruit and sign guys in the early class. So um, they are at a disadvantage. Nebraska has to bring in more guys these next two, then they'll just have two more after that. Yeah, they've got uh, – I think it's 31 – or 21 visits – that they've used so far, and so I mean they've got they've got some visits to use, but uh, definitely you're going to have to to continue to bring guys in when they're, you're sitting at 13 commitments right now, and uh, you know only like you said only a handful more opportunities to have guys on campus, and then obviously you're going to have to close uh, at a pretty decent rate once uh, once the contact period starts. So um, you know we, we know that they where we've been able to confirm at least three for Wisconsin so far. Uh, just uh, on Wednesday or Tuesday night, confirmed that uh, they're going to be hosting outside linebacker Josh Griffiths that's uh, actually committed to Florida State right now for the Iowa game. But I, I think that we will end up seeing you know probably five or six officials, maybe even a little bit more. Depending on if it's 2.30 or an 11. Yeah, depending on that on that kick time. And then obviously, depending on you know how, how the, the playoffs are shaking out for a lot of these prospects. You know, it's that time of year where – um, you know, some guys go really deep and depending on where you're from, um, you know, the, your state championship game can run all the way into the first or second week in December. But, um, you know, and, 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 and then on the other hand, some of these guys' seasons have, have already ended or, or very well could end, you know, by this Friday. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I do think that the bye week though, um, that will result in some more official visits being lined up and set in stone here for, for quite a few more guys. Nate, this is kind of a tough question, but you know, with the struggles on the field, things not maybe going to plan. We, I know you get asked this all the time on talk shows, on the Husker Online chats every week. Has it affected recruiting? How can it affect recruiting? If you're Nebraska, how do you sell things or moving in the right direction when this season hasn't obviously gone the way you wanted it right now? Yeah, well, I would start with the commitments. Um, you know, from all those guys that I've talked with, I, I don't think they're in, you know, I don't think any of them are, are wavering. It's, I get the feeling that they're all sitting pretty tight. They all are, are bought in and believe in the coaches. They have great relationships with the coaching staff. Um, they believe in the direction that things are going. They kind of understand, you know, why things have kind of played out the way, the way they have. Um, now, as far as, you know, the recruiting trail, 
you know, with especially with some of the visitors that have come in, I, I think it has been a little bit difficult. I, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that it has um, completely ruined all the chances with everybody, but at the same time, um, you know, it hasn't necessarily helped either. And and so I, I, I do think that they may have lost out on on a handful of guys because of uh, the way the season has unfolded compared to maybe another school that they were looking at. or um, and, and the big thing is the negative recruiting that comes along with it is from the other coaches, not necessarily from what they're seeing from Nebraska on the football field, but it's it's coming from all these other schools who smell blood in the water and are kind of saying, hey, do you want to go there? I mean, look at look at what they're doing. And, and they were supposed to be this or that this year. And and, uh, you know, they're not taking a step in the right direction, whatever. But at the end of the day, I think it boils down to relationships. And I think this this coaching staff is really good at building those. Uh, they're very down to earth. They, they're very real, honest and upfront, uh, which is refreshing to a lot of these kids who, you know, most of the time when they're talking with a, with a coach, they're, that coach is telling them everything they want to hear. He's slick talking, you know, wheeling and dealing, whatever. Uh, but Nebraska, you know, they, they kind of take a low pressure approach. They're very upfront and honest and, and super laid back. And, and uh, for the most part, I think that resonates uh, quite well with, with most guys. And so, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I, like I said, it, it's not been detrimental to the recruiting efforts. But on the other hand, is it definitely has not helped a whole lot either. And, and, and it hasn't played out like Nebraska thought it would. You know, in August, we talked about how they were, they were feeling good, how they kind of wanted to bring in a ton of recruits. Um, you know, and, and kind of backload things because they felt the season was going to unfold a certain way. And, and that obviously hasn't quite happened that way. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as we talk uh, recruiting and, and, and things to watch here. Nate, junior college recruiting, this is really when it heats up because typically, you know, you, you don't always know who the JUCO guys are in, in, the, in the spring eval period. Um, and a lot of times guys show up at new JUCOs mm-hmm. and you need eight, nine, ten games of film to really know who the dudes are in Kansas and Mississippi and California, et cetera. That started to happen. We've seen Nebraska make more offers. Your biggest takeaway right now from the JUCO recruiting, and do you see Nebraska taking any JUCOs? Yeah, well, I definitely see them taking some JUCOs. I think we can all see some spots on the field where they need to have a, an instant impact guy, or at the very least, bring in somebody that could you know provide some depth uh, for sure. And, and I think you could make a case that there's probably you know five or six different positions where they could use a guy like that. I don't think they'll take that many this year. Probably only two to three would be my guess right now, but uh, definitely things have heated up. You know, and you're right. This is the time of year when when that typically happens. Late October, early November. You know, it's probably about a, a three week period there where uh, it seems like all junior college recruiting takes off, and and a lot of that has to do with the fact that all those guys have a decent amount of film now, and all the coaches kind of they've got a really good feel for for where they need players at, where they need instant help at, and so. Uh, it all kind of comes together. Uh, we have seen a handful of offers go out, um, most most notably to defensive linemen, a couple defensive backs, a uh, new wide receiver recently, 6'3", 190-pound wide receiver out of Texas that's actually committed to, to Iowa State. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson is his name. And, and so, I mean, there's been, there's been a lot of action. Uh, it's been a little surprising that we haven't seen any linebackers. Uh, I thought that might be a position. Pass rush linebackers. Pass rush, yeah. Outside guys, edge rushers. 
Uh, but everyone wants those guys is the hard thing. And they are, they are hard to, they are definitely hard to it find. It makes you appreciate Pelini's Jugo recruiting a little bit yeah. more that they got bear, they got, um, David and Gregory and Gomes and, you know, Yoshi Hardrick. I mean, they made it look easy to get these guys and plug and play them into almost all conference caliber guys. And, and that hasn't happened since then at Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a long time since Nebraska's had a guy, you know, a, a Juco guy that's been plug and play and, and not only plug and play, but play at a very high level. Randy Gregory led the Big Ten in sacks his first year of the conference. Yeah. I mean, how many, I wonder in the history of the conference, how many times that's ever happened yeah. with a newcomer coming yeah. in that showed up on August 1st. Yeah. My guess would be none. I, I would, I would venture to say that Randy. Randy Gregory is probably the only guy that's ever done that. And I mean, if, and if Nebraska could go out and find Randy Gregory again this year, trust me, I think Ryan Held would be all over that guy. Uh, but they're very hard to find. Um, you know, I would say Dre Butler out of Independence Community College is maybe one of the, one of the closer guys. Now he's, he's a different player than Randy Gregory, uh, but he is an impact guy like Randy Gregory like that. So, uh, but yeah, that certainly keep an eye on the JUCO recruiting because I think that's that's going to be an, an important layer to this recruiting class here down the stretch. Well, Nate, I know you were in Kansas. Um, you had some coverage from down there last weekend, and um, we are going to have more coverage of the JUCO stuff, what's going on there, as well as the, the rest of the cycle. So make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com as uh, Robin will have you covered as well with the basketball game on Saturday. And we'll get you ready next week for Nebraska and Wisconsin. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.